It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th. 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. We didn't even do anything spooky on the show today. Friday the 13th in October. It's so foggy out this morning, but you can't see, like, anything. It's a very so, spooky day, actually. Yeah. Combine all those things. Uh, is there also... What's the what's the phase of the moon right now? Oh. Current moon phase. What is it? It's not... Is it... Fo- ah, it's a waning crescent. It's almost a new moon. Mm. Tomorrow's a new... Tonight is a new moon, actually. Oh, so, okay. Well, the opposite full of a full moon. Yeah. Still, the energy. The energy's weird. Weird energy. Do you remember, Shauna? I, mean, I know you were a YTV kid growing up, right? Mm-hmm. You actually worked for them. Yeah. Um, do you remember when they used to do Dark Night leading up to Halloween? They'd pick like a like a Friday evening before Halloween, and they would play like nothing but Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, and freaky yeah. stories. And, uh, Tales from the Crypt was that on there as well too? That was awesome. Yeah, it'd just be like a marathon, and yep. the, the their like VJs would host it. It was so much fun. I loved that when I was little. Yes. It's a great time of year. I went for a walk last night, and everything is just so spooky. Yeah. Is that time of year? A little foggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, like, nice enough. It's great. I Love really it. enjoy it. Yep. Uh, what do you have up this weekend? Uh, our band has a show at the Palace this weekend. Nice. It's Are there for, tickets available? Uh, there is still a couple. It's almost sold out, but it's not yet. Um, and it's for GED Fest, which is for Gord Downey's um, charity as well. Okay. And BCDC, the ACDC cover band, is playing. Uh, so what you're telling us is you got some Terry's coming up. I got the show. some Terry's coming out. So we're just opening, which is great. So we have a 45-minute set from 6 till 6.45, and then... Uh, BCDC comes on after that, and then Trickle Down, the uh, Tragically Hip cover band from town, comes after that. Oh, cool. And we get to play at the Palace, which is pretty damn cool. Have you curated your set knowing that there's going to be a bunch Some of Terry's. Terry's at the show? Yeah, I mean, as much as we can. Our set is not full Terry, uh, that's for sure. But yeah, we got some we got some Terry music coming Good. for sure. So it's going to be great. Good. Yeah, if you um, feel like coming. I think we have it posted up on our... X929.ca in our events as well. If you do want to come and grab tickets last minute, do it. Well, that's easy enough. Yeah. Uh, on today's show, I don't know if you've seen how intense like Nerf blasters have gotten, but I received an ad for one recently that I was just kind of blown away by. Mm-hmm. Another suit parody, a quick one. We're going to talk about near-death experiences, one of our favorite dad badges in a while. First, we're going to piss off Shauna's boyfriend pretty substantially after your out-of-context clip of the show. Did the goose die? No, luckily. The goose did not die, but I did hit a goose. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. On the show recently, we were talking about how uh, we don't really like the 80s, you and I, Shauna. Yeah. Stylistically, we weren't fans of the 80s. Which is too bad because my boyfriend is a huge 80s fan. Cliff loves the 80s, doesn't loves he? Loves 80s music yeah. so much. It's his favorite. Big and I, 80s guy. We've also had a few friends asking if we're going to be celebrating Rocktober this year. Right. And, yeah. you know, we've spent a lot of time celebrating Trucktober so far, but we're almost halfway through October and haven't done anything about Rocktober. So this is going to get two birds stoned at once here. Okay. But I'm trying to... Just like dial in the the '80s sound that you don't like, Shauna. Okay. Because there is some stuff from the '80s that I like. Mm-hmm. So I have a collection here of about ten songs, ten '80s rock songs. Yep. And all you got to do, I just little click, little clips here. All you got to do is give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Okay. If this is it sounds good to you, 
not the song, just the sound. All right. Or if this qualifies as that 80 sound you don't like. All right. This is going to piss Cliff off, isn't it? So, yep. All right, let's start here. No. That's a thumbs down? I'll, I'll pass on that one. Do you know who yeah. that is? No. That's Poison. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, that. here we go. Thumbs up or thumbs down? I, thumbs, Be honest. Thumbs down. Okay, now I'm offended. That's April Wine. I know. That one is passable, but I thumbs down still. I, I know. All right, this isn't going well. Nope. Thumbs Eddie down. Eddie Bunny? Nope. Not even Eddie Bunny. Okay, there's a few on here that if you give the thumbs down to, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to crap all here. Of them. No. That's a horrible song. That's, that's Gino Vanelli. Terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible that song. I would, I would be happy if I never heard that ever again. Thumbs down is the only answer Can we to just that one. light that one on fire and <laughs> never play that? There's some CanCon in here, too. That's just... Oh. No. Oh, man. Just stop. Another stinker, Please, hey? no. Okay, that's a thumbs down. Okay, so if you started with those, then the other ones in comparison are a delight. So let's go back <laughs> to those first ones, okay? Like you don't like that one? That's real life. Or like slightly better, but no. Yeah. Uh, sorry, no adoration. That's the band is real life. Sure. Um, I got I got that one off a of snowboard video, and it worked really well in the part for okay. the snowboard video. Okay, how about this one? That's just the way it is. All right, you know what? Some things have never changed. Do you recognize it? Yeah. yeah. That's just the way it is. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh. Of all of, like, in comparison, can I give not that a some, middle thumb? Not something that you would like, you would listen to on your own? No, no, then, it wouldn't. Of course, Changes by Tupac sampled that song, right? Yes, uh, and that's, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, again, I know this song. Is okay. it getting a thumbs up or a thumbs down? That one, well, I, I got to give him a thumbs up. Oh, that's Phil Collins. I know. I I that I would have one thumbs I would have left. I would have put down my headphones and left. How do we feel about that one? I'm just, no Jackson Brown. Again, Damn. that song Damn. of all of like the last two. Yes, I will take those. The 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 eighty sound at the beginning with the screaming and mm -hmm. the. Poison? Like, I, I'm good without any poison. I'm sorry. I have one more. One more. Oh. <laughs> Gotta give a thumbs up. Like, That's Rush. Yeah. Um, Gotta give Rush a thumbs up. Okay, wow. I'm still so, surprised at some of the ones you thumbed down, Shauna. Yeah, but, like, the last three I will take. The first not, one. Not there. What's the horrible one again that I said I never wanted oh, to hear again? Just so uh, I know that. Oh. <laughs> Gino Vanelli. Please, no. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. This might sound like a weird question, Beckler, but does your dad have close friends? He he does now. Okay. But he but didn't go out? Well, I mean, I think when he was, obviously when he was younger, he did. Yeah. But I don't remember when I was, like, when I was young, I don't remember him ever going off and hanging out with, yeah. with guys very often. But now he's got a good group. Of, he's got like friends that he goes for coffee with. Or, Some like, retirement friends. Yeah, tackles projects with. He's got one buddy. They've gone out like stargazing a couple times. Oh, both that's amateur astronomy. So that's amazing. Yeah. So he's part of the Canadian royalty now that hangs out at the Tim Hortons, which 
I yeah. love, I love. Um, it's interesting because I was chatting with some friends recently about this and we were asking each other, I was like, do, do your, does your dad have friends? And we were talking about how growing up, none of our dads really had friends. Our moms did, mm-hmm. but dads just didn't seem to have that many friends hanging up growing up. And I was trying to figure out why that might be. Like, they had other couples they would hang out with. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I do, but like my dad wouldn't just like go hang out with his friends very no. often, you know? Yeah. And I think it's just because like... He just worked so hard. You yeah. know, he he had a full time job. He had a side gig, and then he would coach us in sports when he wasn't doing that. Yeah, there wasn't time for friends. Same right? with my dad. Yeah, he owned his own company and basically worked all the time. Mm-hmm. So I guess so. I was kind of like maybe that should be a dad badge. Not having not friends. having friends, which sounds like an awful dad badge, but I mean, it seems to be a thing. With I'm wondering if our generation is a little better with that, though. Now, like, do you think that dads now are having more friends or not? I don't actually know. It's a good question. I think that I am definitely at risk for going down that same path yeah. that our dads went down mm-hmm. because I mean, I, I have I have my close friends. You know, I can think of like half dozen guys off the top of my head that I would consider to be my closest friends. Yeah. But they would all have better friends than me. Interesting. And it's because I'm just not around as much, right? Like my, I spend a lot of my free time with McKenna and the boys, mm-hmm. whereas like the guys who don't have kids right. can hang out with each other a lot more. And that makes sense too, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I was just, I was curious if it was a generational thing or not, but I was trying to think to my uh, friends who are dads, but the thing is they're a little bit younger, right? So I think, as you said, you kind of have the friends now and maybe in 10 years you won't have as many close friends either. I don't know. Well, I mean, the friendship's like, you have to, you have to maintain it, right? You, so you can't yeah. just like neglect it. You have to water but I think, it and watch it grow. Nurture it. I nurture. think I'm probably bad for that just because like my number one priority by a mile mm-hmm. is my family. It's true. So yeah. friendships do suffer as a result of that. Like I'm not as good at keeping in touch with guys or like, you know, messaging a dude and being like, hey, you want to grab a beer on the weekend? Like, And stereotypically, I hate to say it, but girls are a lot better at that, right? Yeah. At keeping in touch, I find. Because mm-hmm. moms, I know, will have friends still and they'll make a point of doing that. Whereas dads, for some reason, I think it's, you know, I could take it or leave it sometimes. Even just, I think, oftentimes women will, even if you can't see each other as often as you'd like to because you're you busy. Text. We'll still, yeah, you talk to each other. You, you like, do a little chatter. You ever see that Family Guy episode where Peter calls Quagmire out of the blue and Quagmire is so confused? He's like, all right, so what do you want? He's like, just to talk. Yeah. What's wrong with you? (laughs) And it's funny because I hate talking on the phone. So I'm bad for that as well. If I don't actually get to see friends, then I will not phone them because I don't like to do the little... But you're quite social, right? Yeah. You see friends all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But interesting. I was just curious. Yeah. Because we were chatting and I was like, all right. that. So the dad badge, we're going to add that one up. Dad's not without... (laughs) Not having any friends. friends. <laughs> You're not a dad, so you don't have any friends. Here's the badge for that. There you go. And Shauna podcast. I got a couple can't look cool doings from friend of the show Mark. Oh, perfect. So the first one, golf season is wrapping up. I think some of the courses are actually even closing this week. Yeah. But so this isn't the most timely, but it was still a good one. Mm-hmm. He said, when you shank your tee shot and it lands like 15 feet in front of the tee box. Oh yeah, that sucks. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. He said, bonus points if the attractive beer cart girl was they're watching too oh that's awful <laughs> yep mm-hmm. there's really no way you can play that I, oh, I meant to do that or <laughs> somebody's waiting behind you and you're like oh uh, no. yeah that's rough i don't yeah. really golf but yep that would be rough uh-huh. uh, i've hit a few balls off of uh, different buildings as well <laughs> and once i 
you hit a goose. None of that can you look cool doing. Did the goose die? No, luckily. The goose did not die, but I did hit a goose. Ask my boyfriend. He uh, still laughs to this day about that. Did it make a sound? Uh, did it... I couldn't... <laughs> I couldn't hear it from where we were, so I'm not entirely certain. But Do you think it maybe went off to die by itself it, somewhere else? It might have, I, but I don't think I hit it that hard. <laughs> I don't actually know. My boyfriend was dying, though. He, he was like, what? in the? It sounds like maybe the goose tried to play it cool and then went off and died in the woods by itself. That's maybe. No, I'm okay. Just walks off <laughs> the field with a limp. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. lay down in a patch of moss and, and then die. Di- I hope he didn't die. That would be awful. It probably did. No, I don't um, think he did. Oh. Second one, also in front of the show, Mark. He said, uh, like, getting into a car and setting off the alarm. Oh, yeah. Anytime you set your car alarm off, mm-hmm. it's just a panic situation. It's very and annoying. Panic and cool don't, they're, they're polar opposites. Yes. Cool people don't panic. Mm-mm. Panic people are, are not cool. It's true. Yeah. So if your car alarm's going off, you're panicking. And nobody knows which, but I just button mash until it goes off. I don't actually know which button on the fob turns it off. It's just about time that we get rid of those car alarms. Yeah. Like, why do we still have them? They're completely useless. Nobody even looks when you hear them anymore because no. you're like, somebody just set that off accidentally. It's, it's not an helping anyone. Yep. Probably could do away with the old car alarm. It's probably time. Uh, but you can't look cool. You really That's can't. That's the only reason it still exists is to make you not look cool. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was chatting with a man this past weekend who was 83 years old, and uh, he was talking about how he's had some heart problems. And he said, "Yeah, I've been resuscitated twice." I was like, Whoa. "Holy crap, that's a lot!" And he was like, "Yeah, uh, the first time I showed up at the door and somebody yelled, no, it's not time,' and then slammed the door back. And then the second time, when I arrived at the door, it was this lovely nun I had as a teacher growing up, and she was the one who told me, "No, it's it's not time yet." So uh, then I came back again. So he's talking about like a near death experience, right? Yeah, but he said it so. As a matter of factly, that when he was talking about this nun, I thought he was kind of joking. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a funny joke of some sort. Then as I continued to listen to him, I was like, no, he is saying this as if everybody knows that if you are, you know, dying or you need to be resuscitated, you do show up at this door and this is what happens. He just kind of was talking as if it's common knowledge. And it took me... The door to heaven? The door to heaven, essentially. And it kind of... I was like, whoa! Is this a is this common knowledge to most people? Like, is this how you discuss with your people in this retirement community? I was just a bit shocked by that. But then I've heard other stories. Like, people have talked about arriving at some sort of door, getting pulled toward the light. Yeah, yeah, online and that kind of stuff. And I was like, huh, what's your take on this, Beck? I know you're not a religious person. No, um, it's funny because my. Like, my mom and dad are very much believers in heaven. Yeah. And my mom had me read this book one time. She sent me this book. And she's, cause she's always talking about, like, about, she loves this sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she sent me this book, and it was all about near death experience and stuff. And it was written by a neuroscientist. And as I was reading it, I was like, well, okay, so this guy is clearly deeply religious, this neuroscientist. And I could see him, like, injecting that into every anecdote mm. that he wrote about in this book. And I was like, something's fishy here. So I I looked it up and I immediately found like a full debunking from another neuroscientist, you uh, know? Okay. Yep. So I sent that to my mom and she was so disappointed. She was like, oh, I really believed this book. Like I, she's like, I'm not going to share this stuff with you anymore because you just, you crush it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think people want to believe. Right. Right. And I think that 
I mean, who knows if your heart has stopped, you know, what's going on in your body, what kind of firings are happening in your brain. Maybe that could be interpreted. I mean, I, I have no idea. I'm not an expert on this, mm -hmm. right? I just, if I suspect, I sus if you, if I had the gun to my head, I'd be like, nah, I probably don't believe this, any of this stuff, right? Yeah. So Interesting. I know it's always just so weird when you hear that stuff because you do read the odd thing online and people will talk about it and you're like, ah, it's weird. This guy was just... So as a matter of fact, like, oh, yeah, I arrived at the door twice and two different, you know, people were there at the time. And you're like, what? OK, but you're right. Like, as your heart restarts, could be just what he thinks he recalls right after. Yeah. Think after of some of like, the wild and vivid dreams that you've had. I know. Right. And that's just regular sleep. What if you're like, you know, if your heart has stopped. What? Yeah. What can happen in your brain then? We know the brain is incredibly powerful like that. Yeah. My my grandfather was very intuitive, and he had, again, this is probably just coincidence, but it was one of these weird ones where uh, he woke up one morning, and his son was with his wife, who had passed. And he woke up and was super alarmed, was like, something has gone very wrong, and his son had died. So that was just a really eerie, like... Very eerie. That night he had this weird... So those very type of things. Eerie. But again, it's, as you said, maybe coincidental or maybe not, but mm -hmm. a weird... Weird, yeah, thing that happened. You're like, whoa. Ooh. I think it's open to interpretation. I'd like to experience it myself. Yeah. You know? You're right. Before I go to almost go. And Arriving at the that's door. Like. I, you know, sometimes, what if you went to a bad place? Well, that's, and for me, I mean, if the door looks like a good time, I'd be like, but I don't want to go back. Yeah. There. Is there a party in there? Because can I join? I've or? heard people talk about that in their their accounts too, where they say like, it's such a warm, comforting feeling that you're being drawn towards and then you get pulled back and you're, you know, in Back a hospital and you're in pain or whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, like what if, what if you peek through the door, like, through the window of the door and there's like the, fire and right. torture and stuff oh, going back there? Like, yeah. Ah, that would be terrifying. Uh, well then. I was thinking more on the happy, like they're playing my favorite yeah. song through the door. I'm like, I, I want to join that. There, Let's go. There are near death experience accounts of people going to a not good place. And those are are crazy to read. If you That's whether you terrifying. believe it or not, yeah, yeah. I mean, that might change you when you came back. If you got a second crack at it, you're right. I got a glimpse of their side. Let me tell you, buddy, ain't good. Yeah, <laughs> at least not for me. I have to be a much better person. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We got a message from didn't give our didn't give their name here, but about somebody who. Like, did kind of die and was brought back? Yeah. This person said, I drowned in 2020 for about three minutes before CPR brought me back. I had no memories of it at all. Yeah, the, the story is crazy. I said, like, do you mind us asking what happened? Yeah. And sounds like they got a concussion, took some meds, fell asleep in the bathtub. Took some meds and drank a bottle and of wine. And drank a bottle of wine, fell asleep in the bathtub, and then somehow they said, by the good graces of God, their wife came and found them completely submerged in the bathtub mm -hmm. after being in there they say like yeah three minutes or whatever and revived revived him it's wow. cpr and he came back to life after three minutes that's crazy that's a long time to be gone and i said did you did you suffer any lasting damage and first said i didn't think so not that i'm aware of well what's crazy is it doesn't look like they ever went to the hospital he died, I guess, I mean, at that point, you're back, but you'd think you'd, I don't know, want to go to the hospital and check out. You just yeah. died for three minutes. I'd like, <laughs> I don't... I'd want to make sure my my brain was okay. He was it like, was... he stumbled off to bed after that, or this person. Wow. I was just like, wow, okay. Um, hmm. But yeah. But no, no near-death, no, like, memory, no, uh, no being pulled toward a light or a door or anything like that? No. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, another friend of the show... 
who is this? I forget the, I didn't see the name, but oh, Sven, Sven, and I, I had heard this before, but Sven said that when you have a near-death experience, your body releases a bunch of DMT, which right. is, uh, of course, the drug. And Sven says he's done DMT, and so it doesn't surprise me that people see some amazing things when they almost die. Yeah. There are articles on the subject if you want to read more about it. I think I have heard that before. Yeah, I guess if it's like you're on drugs, you'd see some weird things. Would you ever? Yeah. Well, this is definitely not a hallucination. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. Oh, good segue. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's good. Like, how do I get from near-death experiences <laughs> and drugs to Shane Holmes? Um, normally, when you build a custom house or customize a house, it's going to cost you a fortune. That's something that's available only to the upper echelon of buyers but not with Shane Holmes. They allow you to make changes to their floor plans and, of course, all the finishings and stuff within your budget. Yep. If you're thinking of building, talk to them today. They build in quite a few great communities around the city. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So my wife, McKenna, she loves Christmas. My wife? Lo- my wife. She my loves wife. Christmas. Yes, she does. She asked me yesterday if it would be okay if we started listening to Christmas music. And I said, abso-friggin', friggin', 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 lutely not. Like like yesterday to yesterday. start listening? October the 12th. Okay. That's a little bit early. Oh, uh, I'd say so. Jump in the shark just a tiny bit there. Jump in the gun? Mm-hmm. So every year, we, uh, we start Christmas on her birthday, which is November 14th. That's when we put the Christmas tree up, because that's what she likes to do. Right. That's when the Christmas music starts and the Christmas baking and everything. So it's a long season for us in our house. Yeah. Uh, and the Christmas music does not stop until... New Year's. And last year, she tried to push it through past New Year's, and I put my foot down. You did, yeah. So this year, she's trying to move it up by over a month. Like That's excessive. November 14th. We haven't even had Halloween yet. No. No. November 14th till December 31st is like 13% of the year Yeah. that I have to sit in Christmas music, mm. and I do not enjoy it. Mm-mm. So now she wants to add another month? No. No. Definitely not. Although, I mean... Hey, if you love it, if if both people in a couple love it, or then do then you know do what? it. Go for it. But I don't. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I have it worse than retail workers do right you now. You sure do. Yeah. So he, I thought of a solution when she suggested this yesterday, though, because I was like, why would you want to make me like? Why would you put me through two and a half months of music that I don't enjoy? I already have to listen to the Morgan Wallen and stuff that she likes. <laughs> I can't stand that. And typically, if I'm picking the music, I try to think. Well, what would everybody enjoy here? Right. You know, what can I put on that's going to be a crowd pleaser? Yeah. So I thought, all right, if we're going to do this with the Christmas music, mm-hmm. if I got to sit through that for a month and a half, then the month and a half following Christmas from January 1st to the middle of February is metal month. And I'm going to play nothing but metal. Because right, I don't, McKenna doesn't like metal. Mm-hmm. Me and the boys like metal. Yeah. I love metal. So that's what I'm going to do. If okay. I got to sit through that much, that's fair. Thirteen percent of the I year of Christmas music, fair. then the next thirteen can be nothing but, but heavy, heavy metal. Maybe you should so, start it on on March, Metal March, Metal Kick March. Kick it off there. That would be fun. And then March to May or something like that. Yeah, uh, Metal March I like to May. That. Yeah. If I go from like late March to early May, yeah. that will span the same amount of time. There you go. And they both, that's not a bad way to do it. And then you have a little break in between where you can play music that both of you like, and then you jump right into Metal March and be like, here it is. Something that isn't Christmas music or metal will have yeah. that nice little grace period in there between. You go. And then Metal March to May. 
and I'll be like, this is what it's like for me. Mm-hmm. Every time we get in the car, it's yeah. metal. <laughs> every time I'm working around the house, metal, just every metal. All this, hey, hey, Spotify, can you play my metal? You're going to have to ask the malls to play a little metal as well, so that when you right. walk around the malls, you, you hear it there, and then... Mm-hmm. Just everywhere you turn, right? Because that's what happens with Christmas music. So maybe if this is effective, it will shorten the Christmas music season because it's going to correspond, right? If McKenna can give two weeks on Christmas music, I'll give two weeks on metal. Fair. And we'll come to a nice equilibrium. Either I think. that or Metal March to May just becomes a national holiday for everyone. Sounds well. great. Yeah. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Well, it's soup season. Is it ever? And it's been soupy weather this week. It really has. Last been. couple days, straight soup Super out there. Super soupy. Yeah, so cozy, so soupy. Oh yeah, uh, and of course we've been doing these really stupid soup parodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beckler, I've got another one for you. This yeah. is uh, potentially the dumbest one yet. Uh, this was inspired by our producer Manning. He came I- in and he was like, "Hey," and he is. He is amazing for this kind of stuff. You tell him an idea like this, and he'll come up with all kinds of ideas for soup parodies. He's also been helping us produce some of the... I would consider him to be one of the chefs at this point. Absolutely. So, yeah. He is definitely in the kitchen <laughs> deep for the soup. Uh, this is to the tune of Whitney Houston. I will Uh-oh. always love Uh-oh. soup. Uh-oh. I got an ad on Instagram for this Nerf gun. Okay. It's actually, well, it's actually not Nerf. It's, it's a brand called X-Shot. It's one of Nerf's competitors. Oh. But it is next level. Look this up on your computer. It's Doing called it. the X-Shot, like X-Shot. Yep. Insanity S1 Motorized Rage Fire. What? That sounds terrifying. Yeah. It is a full-on what mounted machine on gun. on earth is... Like my lordy be! It comes with a tripod and an ammo belt, and I don't know if you need like a like a buddy to help feed the ammo Holy belt while you shoot this crap. thing. It's so intense! It's so intense! I wouldn't be surprised if the federal government tried to ban it. Uh, it's it's wild. I've got to be honest; it's only seventy dollars. I know that's not bad, is it's it? Not too bad for that rig of a. <laughs> that's like, terrifying. Anti tank gun of a holy crap! I don't know if you'd want to give your children this. Well, I just think it would take mm. forever to collect all the bullets Get after it. you. No but kidding! These blasters are getting out of control. They're so much better than when we were young. Oh, I know. Like the ones we had, you had to pump up forever. Yep. And then you could get like one shot off, and you had to pump again. They they load so quickly now. And they have all these motorized options like that. Oh, my God. That thing is insane. When I was working with YTV and we were traveling around Canada in that macaroni truck, uh, (laughs) we were displaying some of the new Nerf products. And so we had this, like, Nerf bunker and a bunch of these new fancy guns. And it was so fun. And I couldn't believe how far the technology had come from when we had Nerf guns. I was like, this is insane. But it was... We did not have this thing. No. And like 70 bucks isn't insane. That's the rage fire dart blaster. <laughs> the problem is this becomes a real arms race then. Like when we were growing up, I remember we'd have Nerf battles with me and my buddies. But yeah. my, my one friend went and bought the first automatic Nerf gun that came out. It was called the Wildfire. Mm. And it kind of ruined everything because he was just so, so much, much better. I know. So much stronger. So like you go over to your buddy's house for a Nerf battle yeah. and he's sitting behind this machine gun turret. This thing here, what do you what do you do with that? Yeah, like you're just gonna post up in a window. You're gonna walk up to the door and this you're gonna get blasted. We can't it's like, take them out. This is no fun. 
turn around and go home. And what's next? You can call it a Nerf airstrike? Seriously. Nerf chemical warfare? Nerf atomic like, bomb that just dropped? <laughs> all the, the Nerf done. fallout? Holy It's just wow. like ground up dust from old dry Nerf darts and you inhale it and then you're incapacitated just straight death yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just eat this your de- nerf death and shauna podcast i was reading the news and i just came across this headline a life in human resources former nasa employee talks about music and the people business i didn't realize that hr is referred to as the people business but it makes sense perfect sense when you think about it you're in the business of people human resources totally company easy People resources. You're in the business of people. Yes. Uh, perhaps companies looking for an HR person should use that ridiculous people's court voice to try and <laughs> entice people to come and work for them. Right. If you're going to work in the people's business. You need the people's court voice. You need the people's court voice. For those of you who don't know this, uh, Beckler and I like to make fun of this voice because it's the most ridiculous voice in the world. This is the plaintiff, Shanti Jones. She says she hired the defendant to give her an asymmetrical style bob with two streaks in the front of her head. Like I love the voice. It is unbelievable how deep and ridiculous that voice is. And we talk about this, how I think every single show it gets more and more intense. I've also, you've played that clip before and I've never really paid attention to, to what, what he's the saying? case was. Yeah. Ashanti Jones hired someone <laughs> to give her an asymmetrical bob with yeah. two streaks and bob with two streaks in the front of her head for her big upcoming birthday celebration. <laughs> How ridiculous is that? Li- I'm just listening to his voice. I know. So funny. The whole case is so <laughs> silly, and it makes that voice even more outrageous. Yeah. You're like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> so maybe we can make a commercial for them. I don't know. You're using if our you're, people's. If you're high, like for, for the people business, for human resources? Yeah, something. Okay. Sure. It, this is just an excuse for us to try this voice. Cheryl wants to go on stressly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through it. (laughs) This is the plaintiff, Mandy Johnson. Mandy learned recently she likes people. She also likes businesses. Human resources is for Mandy. Mandy is in the people business. This is the people's court. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna podcast. There's a shop I pass every morning on my way into work, and I have never taken note of the sign in front of their building until just this morning. Okay. So the business is, it's on McLeod, it's Hayes Vape Co., Yeah. the Hayes Vape Company. And Hayes is in like H-A-Z-E. Right, yeah. A haze of vape smoke. Totally. And the sign says, established 1906. Do you see the issue there, Shauna? Nope. You don't see the issue? I do. Uh, <laughs> there's no way you, you were established in 1906. As a vape company? No. People weren't vaping in 2006, let alone 100 years hmm. prior to that. What? Hmm. <laughs> That's very confusing. Why? Is it the building that was established in 1906? or Like everybody else back in 1906 was chewing tobacco and hand-rolling cigarettes. Right. And then there's this hmm. one guy who's got a vape going. Yeah. <laughs> And wow. got it at Hayes Vape Co., which is... Talk about revolutionary. <laughs> you should do a heritage moment on, on Hayes Vape Co. Hayes Vape Co. of 1906. They were well ahead of the curve when it came to vaping. They sure were. By over 100 years. Are they saying the Hayes has existed in 1906? I'm very confused Or maybe this. it started as a different business and then shifted to vapes. Perhaps. Maybe it was like feed and tack. 
and then became right? <laughs> that, that must be it maybe yeah. it was Hayes feed and tack back then <laughs> we were a feed and tack store for a hundred years and then Hayes snuff and then they <laughs> now they're on the vape because that's the most updated. Yeah. maybe it's that I thought that was pretty funny though it's funny because I actually saw a funny business name yesterday too called Buildaholics it's an Airdrie and it's a, a builder, needless to say, called Buildaholics. And for some reason, I immediately, just the visual of that is hilarious. They just can't stop. They hey? just can't. It's, yeah. It's a disease. Nipping at the bit. You know what I mean? Like, they're all like, I got I, I to gotta get out there and build. You know, Sir, like, the job is done. I would hire it's them. It's done. Honestly. I was like, it seems like they are very, they're addicted to building. Yeah. So they're going to do a good job, I bet. All day, all can't night. Can't stop at all. They're just so, waiting outside the job site the next morning to get it. in there. Come on, come yep. on. Is it time yet? <laughs> Doing the PP dance, but yeah, for building. Can I build? Come on, let me in there. Frantic building. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. A frenetic base to their building. So if anybody wants some good builders, I'd imagine Buildaholics has them for you. The Podcast. It's the most important time of the of the week, okay? Oh yeah. That in the spirit of the Stones' new song, of course. Ah, production values on that are tops, too. It really is, um, yeah. The Friday Morning Pizza Chat is brought to you by Atlas Pizza. What's on the docket today, Shauna? So Domino's is offering what they're calling a free emergency pizza right now. So basically what it is, you get a free pizza for whatever emergency you might need, but you do have to buy a pizza for, I think it's seven ninety nine or more, and then you get this free emergency pizza to put in the docket for whenever you might need it. And I was like, that's... I mean, it's kind of a buy one, get one free deal. That's really what this comes down to. You just don't have to claim your free pizza at the time of exactly. purchase. Exactly. You can just put it in your pocket and use it for later. And I was thinking about the idea of an emergency pizza. And I was like, that is a very real thing. Emergency. Yeah. Everybody has had times where they've had to call upon emergency pizza. And it's always there for us. Mm -hmm. It's always the latest place open. Right? It's yep. always open when you need it. And there's so many times where you either have nothing in the fridge or the other food doesn't come through and the pizza will always be there for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Something comes up, you get yep. stuck at work, mm -hmm. you just can't cook for whatever reason. You're nope. like, I don't have time. Yes. Emergency pizza. It's I, a great concept. It really is. And I never really thought about how reliable pizza truly is for us until they came up with this idea. And I was like, yes. So it's within 30 days you have to use it? This one is within 30 days, yeah. But there uh, there that, will be a time when you're going to need the emergency. That would be the only thing that I would change is that you should open the window up a little. I know, to I keep agree. Your get out of jail free pizza in your back pocket. But your emergency. Ah, oh, I like that. That has a nice ring to it. <laughs> they should have a different number that you call. As opposed to just their regular delivery number, a three-digit number, yeah, like yeah, a, like seven one one or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need my emergency. What's your emergency? <laughs> Pizza now. <laughs> All I ever wanted was for you to eat. Listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.
X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.